Ladies and Gentlemen, Comedy Roundtable. These are great questions. God, you're asking a comedian a math question. Really good question. Thank you. Damn it. This is so much fun, you guys. Ooh, that is a good question. And that lightning round was so fun. That's a really good question. Comedy fans, conversation enthusiasts, it is a brand new episode of the Comedy Roundtable. Pull up a chair, settle in. We have a great conversation for you this episode. Let's get this party started. The clatter you hear in the background is another live episode being recorded here at the Landmark Diner, conveniently located adjacent to the Punchline Comedy Club in Atlanta, Georgia. Jamie Bendel, Jamie Hernan, Adam. I, I, I never that. do either. Yeah, it's I, would, so good. I would hate for that to be my last name. You yeah. know? I, I always I want you yours. Yeah, no, I want I want you to have that because you deserve it. I can't believe everyone in the landmark is on their feet when they hear you say that. Good. They love it. All right, our guest is a comedian, also contestant in the World Series of Comedy, which is occurring uh, as these episodes are being recorded here adjacent to the Punchline Comedy Club. This is the portion. We're going with Will, right? There you go. Yep. Okay. Welcome to the show, William. Thank you. Polowitz. That's it. Never Bill. Never Bill. I thought you never. said Bill, or and Billy. I was like, no, okay, that's never, weird. Never, never, never. Never Billy. I do a bit about that. Never no. being a Bill? Nope. I'm just a Bill. Sounds like you got some Bill issues. I do. You got a Bill? Absolutely. Okay, let's, uh, let's dark, get into the Bill issues yeah, in just a moment. there's darkness with Bill. <laughs> there is a heaviness that surrounds Will, William. Total light. Will's, it's lovely. Lovely guy. Yeah. Right. That other guy. Hey, <laughs> Bill. A lot of stuff yeah. going on. Dark. All right, this is the portion where we read the bio. Okay. And everybody's a little uncomfortable because sometimes the bios don't read as well as we think we do when we write them. Okay. Uh, yours is briefer than most. To the point. Okay. You are a 10-year Army veteran, father of two, grandfather of three, born in Brooklyn, raised in New Orleans, living in Milwaukee for the past 25 years. He is a five-time participant in the World Series of Comedy, finalist in the Big Easy Laugh-Off and the Carnival Comedy Challenge. All right, Thank so you. what's the what's the Bill issue? I want to know before we go too much further. Uh, what well, happens? My in-laws used to call me Bill. Oh, uh, wow. And they're, you know, Sicilians from Jersey. Now, did they used to because they are no longer in-laws? Right, we're, we're no longer. Okay. Or did you they're, kill them? They're no longer around. Okay, yeah, so you don't kill them. Okay, okay. And they're also, hey, I don't know nothing. Yeah, you don't kill I don't know Sicilians. Nothing. I don't know nothing. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right, so married their daughter. I married their daughter. Okay. They said, this is my boyfriend, William. And they said, Bill, welcome to the family. There you go. And it was uh, bad I think it was from the Billy. Jump. I think it was Billy. Billy. Oh. Yeah, which... Total disrespect. Worse. Yeah, you can't... Yeah. Come on. You can't Billy... Hey, William is a great name. William is fine. Oh, it's a great name. It's yeah. a fine name. Yeah. Yeah. It seems you, like it's a deliberate poke. Yeah. Billy's... Yeah, oh, you are de- emasculating. Will has um, the versatility, it's like a Jimmy. But- yeah. If you're a James, it's okay you're a until Jimmy, you're, 13. you're a Billy, you're a Stevie. But when they first called you Bill, did they say, welcome, Bill? Or did they say, yeah, all right, Bill? Oh, well, they didn't really welcome me <laughs> because we kind of like, I met her in Georgia. We were stationed together at Fort Stewart down okay, in okay. Hinesville, Georgia. All right. And um, we just got married. We just like, let's get married. And I had not met her family and she had not met my family. Is that what you feel like the marriage broke up? Yeah, I think we got off. Well, what happened was we were, da- we were dating. Oh, they just met. They hadn't met families. 
We hadn't met families, yeah. but we were dating and um, we were having a great time. And I got promoted yep. to sergeant. Yep. And then so they called you in the office and say, y'all can't date anymore because you're a non-commissioned officer now. And that's called fraternization. It's against army regulation. So we're like, hey, screw that. Why don't we just get married? What a great reason to enter into the and sacred bonds of holy matrimony. All right. I want to interject. I don't want to go too much further. Okay. Did, were you promoted again after that? Nope. Okay. So, why is your nickname not Sarge? Could have been. I, I would have stuck with Sarge. I would, right? Well, Sarge is kind of derogatory as well because a Sarge is a big fish or whatever that swims around. They would always correct you in the military. It's Sergeant. It's not Sarge. Oh. Okay, so listen, I feel as though I've misstepped. <laughs> you did okay. misstep. I feel like I just, I gave you an inadvertent bill. <laughs> yeah, and a Sarge. And a Sarge. Wow. And a Sarge. No, that's what I'm saying. The Sarge <laughs> was an inadvertent bill. <laughs> Anyhow, William so, seems like so, a good guy. So then all these movies where the sergeant is called Sarge, those are, yeah, those where's, are movies. The, where's the advisor not correcting that? Yeah, I mean, that's not how it is in the military, though. Like, you don't, that's what I mean. Yeah, I mean, like, that's very casual. I mean, if it's a friend of yours and you're both sergeants, maybe you can get away with that. But you can sarge each other? Yeah, you can sarge each other, just not in front of the younger troops, you know, because you don't want them doing that. You can't use sarge. You can't. Can. I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's our word. That's our word. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Yeah, you, gotta... you can sir me. Cannot sarge me. You know, s- no, you don't say sir. I work for a living. It's sergeant. Sergeant. Right. Sir is an officer. So you say sir to like a lieutenant or captain. Yeah. So you can't even sir him. You can't sir a sergeant. So now you Jamie's- can't sir a sergeant? No, you no, still- No, of course no. not. <laughs> now no, you've done the bill, the sarge, and the sir. <laughs> you can't the sir a sergeant. And sergeant? You yeah. can't sir a sergeant because they will tell you, I'm not a sir. I work for a living. That's I'm what a non-commissioned officer, right? Yeah. So this is why Bendel's military podcast is not going to be successful. <laughs> Wait a second. Hey, this is first of all, I'm. People are becoming so educated about a subject matter that they may not have known anything about. Which you definitely and I did not. appreciate the fact that you two are sitting here <laughs> as though it. you knew oh, all yeah. these up we, we always knew everything rules. like this. Yeah. I just said to, to Adam, I just whispered to him, I said, watch this. He's going to pull out, sir. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, just please keep calling right. him Will. So listen, <laughs> Mr. Krolowitz. Yes. Okay. Very Nevertheless, unfortunately, the marriage didn't survive. No, it did not. <laughs> and two children later, though. Right. And, and well, the wait, I just have to tell you, when I first met them, you see, um, the children, my ex-wife, no, the um, the in-laws, the in-laws. Oh, in-laws. So, like, my ex-wife's maiden name was Williams. Ah. Okay. Hold when on. We go now, over uh, there, a second. Now we've exposed. Now, now we know William Williams. Williams. Now I get it. They were not going to go William Williams. Right, their name's not Williams. Though. I know that, but she was not, adopted. Her name was and not she Will. Was ado- okay, hold but on. Listen, we have gotten this story a hundred percent backwards. We are wrapped around a tree. The adopted <laughs> child of your misnaming in-laws, right? The Williamses, right? Well, she's Williams. Her I, and her yeah, sister yeah, are Williams. Right. Yeah. But they're Spinelli. They're, they're Sicilian. Uh, yeah, listen. We're they're gonna, Sicilian. We're, okay. And then her brother was upset we didn't get married in church. You know? And right. he's like, so, like, the, in the eyes of God, my sister's a whore. This shit. Yeah. All right. So we're going to uh, give you three subjects from which we will ask questions. Okay. You choose them one at a time. These are your uh, choices. Do you even lift, bro? 
I used to, no. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what she wanted. <laughs> Hands where I can see them. Hands where I can see them. And strengths and weaknesses. Strengths Which and weaknesses. One Which one do you want? Oh. Do you even lift, bro? Hands where I can see them. Strengths or weaknesses? I'll go with strengths and weaknesses. Strengths and weaknesses. Would you like to go clockwise or counterclockwise? Counterclockwise. Counterclockwise, starting with Adam. If you had to go to war with a country in Europe, which country do you think is the strongest? Which country do you think is the weakest? I'd have to say France is the weakest. Okay. And the uh, strongest, if you're going to go, you're going to go with Israel. Israel, pretty tough. Best, best soldiers in the world. Okay. Israeli and French. Okay. Jamie. What is an area where most people would think you are strong, but you're actually weak, and vice versa? Probably with relationships. <laughs> they think you're strong, but you're weak. <laughs> I'm very weak. Okay. When you're in a relationship with a woman, it's terrible. It's terrible, which is why I'm choosing not to be in a relationship right now. Good move. Because I just kind of, I need to be a little more alpha in a relationship. And it seems like, I don't know, I got older sisters. I was growing up a certain way to treat them respectfully. Yeah. And uh, that doesn't seem to work out very well. Okay. What, what's the situation where you are perceived weak, but you're actually very strong? Oh, I don't know if I, I don't know if anybody perceives me as weak. I'm sure that nice. there has to be areas that probably, but, um, humility. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. So my turn, strengths okay. and weaknesses. Okay. All right. You have three grandchildren. Yep. Boys or girls? Two girls and one boy. Two girls and one boy. Oldest is? Eight. Youngest is? Four. Okay. What do you think, if they have an attribute that you would like for them to be their strongest, what would it be? And if you had a weakness for them to exhibit, which would be to their credit, what would it be? Well, the younger ones, you're still feeling things out. But like my eight-year-old granddaughter... She's very intelligent, beautiful little girl. And I think the thing about her is, is that she's empathetic to others and she just got a nice little attitude. I mean, like, you know, I think that's the good thing about her. But as far as the weakness goes, like she's in the counselor's office almost every day Eesh. talking about her eight year old problems. There's a lot of drama with eight year old girls. There is indeed. There is, and like there's a best friend, and everybody wants to be friends with her best friend, and yep. it drives her crazy. And then when her friend was out of school, everybody got along so well. It's like, you're eight. Right. You didn't learn. Right. Yeah, right. I think they're awesome. I mean, and my son is a great, much better father than I was, much more patient than I was. I was a single parent, and yeah. I raised them. Yeah. In the Army, I took them to Germany with me. And then I hooked up with a German girl who had four kids. Okay. Had she had four kids? She had four. So we had six kids between us. It's a Brady Bunch. All right. So that'll wrap it up for this first segment here with Comedy Roundtable. We'll be back with more in just a moment. In the first segment, things kept getting darker and darker. And could it get darker? In segment two? Stick around. It's about to get darker. I kind of feel like it is. I We're, feel like Will has not uncovered. No, there's more to come. I tell you what, this Will, he's a funny guy. There's a darkness. No, I find him to be very happy. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah. Super happy, which is why each new revelation and disclosure comes as a surprise to me. That's a good point. Because I don't feel like there's anything... I know not everybody's looking at him. If you do look him up, I would encourage you to do that. There's nothing about the way he presents 
that would cause you to believe that he has uh, been so tested in his personal life. It's a good point. It's a uh, example of you get through. Let's not keep everyone waiting. Let's see how dark it can get. It's not getting dark. It's lightness. Yeah. Come into the light. Let's go back to the guests. All right. It is been a treat to get to talk to you this episode. We have our second round of questions with our guests on the Comedy Roundtable here at the Punchline Comedy Club in Atlanta, Georgia. World Series of Comedy being recorded. So we're taking the opportunity to speak to some of the contestants. You're the host of a podcast yourself called Off the Rails. Yep. TM. Yep. Because you have two additional hosts. Tom and Molly. Tom and Molly. Uh, it's good that you give them recognition. Uh, you have to. We try not to give individual name recognition, mostly because two of us share the same name. Who's the producer of the? He is. Okay. Yeah. Do you ever I'm abuse him? No. 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 no never. Never abuse him. I um. We we give Molly a hard time. See, we could not do the show without her, but we're constantly threatening to replace her when something goes wrong. And uh, I don't know what it. that's about at all. <laughs> that seems really strange. So you're telling me that you take the person who edits and you you and trash we, them. And then, well, like, if something goes wrong, I'll ask the guest, do you know anyone? Do you have you a, replace, get a short list? Yes. Yeah. And do we you, couldn't do it without her. And in the middle of the podcast, sometimes you insinuate that you're going to fire that person. Absolutely. Uh, we wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> All right, Bill. So we want oh to. Uh, get to I the, see. I see where we are. Okay. <laughs> you got you got two categories left. All right. You got hands where I can see them, and do you even lift, bro? I'm gonna go with hands where I can see them. Hands where I can see them. All right. Hands where I can see them. Starting with Adam. If you were a getaway driver, what do you think the most in a bank robbery? What do you think the most important skill of a getaway driver is? Make sure that. The car is ready to go. Your doors are unlocked. And, uh, car prep. Uh, yeah, car prep. Absolutely. Car prep. Yep. It's not about knowing the streets. It's not about the it's, – it's car prep. It's proper tire pressure, an oil change. You want to get, like, some, you know, You know, my brother did hard time for armed robbery. It wasn't a bank. Cool. But he did a <laughs> hard time down in Louisiana Penitentiary, Angola State Penitentiary. Okay. Wait. And, uh, uh, <laughs> okay, so – he had served time. He had served time. He's out. He got out, and now he's deceased. Okay. Do you want to hear that people? story? Yeah, well, you're in it now. Okay. I'm, out. I, I'm in. So, like, look, ever since he was young, I mean, he was in reform schools before he was old enough to go to jail. Older or younger? Older, by four years. Four years older, okay. So, like, he was just in trouble all the time, and, like, he, he did... Six months for burglary, and then he did two and a half years for armed robbery, and then he got a 50-year sentence, because in Louisiana, you're known as a three-time loser. Yeah, thir- three and that's strikes. It. 50 years. So he ended up doing 27 years. He didn't get parole, but he had good time, and he became like a super Christian. But before he got locked up the last time, he had been an IV drug user, and he ended up with hepatitis. And then when he got out... He started helping other convicts find oh. jobs, worked with his church. He got married. I mean, it turned great. him around. That faith was powerful. That's great. And then he got liver cancer as a result of having the um, hepatitis. hepatitis. And uh, he died. It's, it's eight years, the day before my granddaughter was born. What was his biggest take on any of his crimes? Um, well, he, he lied and said he didn't do it. How much money was involved? Oh, in it wasn't. It was a convenience store, hey. store and um, I don't think it was it's not much. an Ocean's Eleven kind of no, thing. No, it was maybe something like like less than two hundred dollars. Like and then 7-11. him and this, I think they were hopped <laughs> up on dope, so they beat this 
this old man that owned this store, and they, they shot him in the leg. Eich. No, okay. And they should have got a murder rap because the old man died. But oh, no. He was a Christian scientist, and he denied medical treatment, which kept them out of the electric chair. They okay. should have. They should have fired Your PR, we were really like. The, the arc on on love for your brother was like going up like this, and then it just took a turn. Not the greatest guy. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> the the post prison brother, pretty good guy. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly yeah. how I feel. That's yeah. exactly how I felt. Good point. Because what he put my mother through, yeah, and her spending every dime to try to keep him out because she believed him. Right. When he said he didn't do when it, he lied to her. Right. He lied to her. Yeah. And that I'll never forgive that. Right. So I'm glad he turned his life around, and I'm glad he got out, and he became a better person. But like, look, good story. I was though. not. I was not a fan. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what happened. I was in the army, and I came home, and my mom said to me, "Your brother went to Florida. Uh, I think he's got a gun in his house. I want you to break into his house and see if you can find it." Wow. I'm like, why are you getting me involved in this? The problem right. with that is that when she's looking to which kid would be best at to breaking into his home, it would be him. It would be him. Right. Yeah. It's the kid she's that's like, gone to Florida. I couldn't get your brother because he'd be so the best at breaking and entering. Here's the problem. I need you to go to prison with your brother. Right. To look after your brother. Wait, no, this is the thing. I broke in and I couldn't find it. Right. And went that was the gun used to convict him. Oh no. And she said if you had found that gun, fault. he wouldn't be in jail right now. Oh. And I'm like, is right. <laughs> I mean, like, is that the way you think? Yeah. I mean, okay. really it had nothing to do with it. I'm here to tell you, Will, it wasn't your fault. Well, I knew that, but it's like this is a goodwill hunting moment. I, that was the I'm thing like, with my mom. It's not was your like, fault. It's not your fault. Well, you know what I said to her, which I probably shouldn't have. I said, if you would have been a better mother, you probably oh, would have oh, shot. Hold on a second. See, I really hurt. That's what you call a slap back. Wow. Yeah, come on. What yeah, am I going to say? You slap back. Yeah, you damn right. She's like, if you had gotten that gun, no, mom. If you'd been a better mom. Look, look let right. me tell you something. My aunt raised me. All right. After that? No, she raised me (laughs) since I'm four. So my two brothers, one of them died of a drug overdose. The other one went to prison. I didn't have a lot of contact with them or my mother. Yeah. They had their problems. So my aunt raised me and gave me discipline. Okay. That's why I'm a comic. That's why I'm a comic. (laughs) Because I fucked up. Right. You've got some darkness. (laughs) Hands where I can see them is implying that I want to be able to observe that you're not doing something suspicious. Okay. So in your experience... What is the number one thing you look to when somebody is uh, not upfront with you? What's your tell that somebody else is not on the level? Well, eye contact. That's pretty... Avoiding eye contact. Avoiding eye contact. Hmm. Just pretty much everything my brother did. Yeah. You, know? you remind me of my brother. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Hands where I can see him. Hands where I can see him. <laughs> yeah. You remind me of my brother. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's going to do it for this episode, right? That's both yep. both of them. God, yep. we have covered so much ground. I feel like we're this I know. is We've been in season journey six of a brand new true crime podcast. It was a fun journey. Was it? It I mean, was, it was fun with Will. It was, I'm it was I mean, a lot of tragedy. Journey. A lot of yeah. tragedy for yeah. him. But Boy, an but amazing it was a journey. Well, wait, yeah. can, let me uh, just say this, though. I have two sons that are awesome guys. I have grandchildren. I got a lot to be thankful for. I don't dwell on that stuff. Oh, clearly. I don't. Yeah. And I get up, I tell jokes, I'm a happy person. Make I got a laugh. lot. I got a lot to be thankful for. So I don't dwell on it. I don't. That's beautiful. You can't. Yeah, and, you have and to. And before we go, just tell us a little bit about what's your podcast about about the podcast. Okay, so um it's called Off the Rails, and what we do is my co host will come up with 
some questions. And um, I usually try to get some comics that I know. And please watch it because it's a lot of fun. I've had my, my sons have actually Skyped in and been on the podcast as well. And, and we just talk to them. He asks them some questions. And then I just kind of do a kind of an interview thing. And we don't really run bits, but we just have a blast, man. All right. We appreciate you being here on this episode. Continued success out on the road with your gigs. Do encourage everybody to go check out the podcast Off the Rails. TM, William Krolowitz. Thank you so much for being here with us at the Comedy Roundtable. Thanks, Will. Thanks for having me.